In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with me this evening. Tonight, what the show is going to be about is some of the questions that I am constantly asked for people who are re-entering the dating world whether it is a short-term relationship, whether it is marriage, whether it's a long-term relationship, I am continuously asked by people, how do, what do I do? What are, what are the ground rules now? So who I have on as my guest this evening is my twin sister, Dee Dee, and she comes armed with two nursing degrees and with a background in um, outpatient psychiatry. In other words, how, how do people's brains tick? So I wanted her to be my guest, and we're going to bounce around some of the things that, you know, how important do you think the list is and why? What should be on it? What shouldn't? And I believe Didi is on with me. Didi, are you with me now? I am now. Oh, lovely. Isn't that grand? Oh, it's so fun. This way. And, and thank you to Toginet for allowing us to have an evening with the twins. We should have titled it that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Men are listening, Louis. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. Mm, okay, back to matters at hand here. Big okay. breath in, big breath in. Yes, exactly. So for both of us, we have watched many of our friends, and, you know, we've gone through these things ourselves, of what do you do when the relationship ends and what often happens for many people is they feel they can't trust their own judgment. Oh, and that's so true. And, and that's, that's true whether that's a relationship that breaks up with a, a, a partner or even whether it's a relationship that breaks up with a coworker or even their child. And they think, how could I not have known this person better? And yet we're all dynamic. We all change. So even the target of your affection has changed. And that's, I mean, that's, that's part of the human condition. Absolutely. And I'll use an example of a woman who, um, stunning creature, they had two young sons, gorgeous couple, they were very international. And speaking of how people are when they're around other people, their marriage broke up 
because her husband started being like this man who he was in business with. And this man had a, I'm just going to throw it out there, he had a very Australian way of treating women. Oh, dear. And this oh, woman, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, is correct. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. And <sighs> she would not tolerate that from him, but he would not listen, and it ended their relationship. I mean, that was the end of their marriage. She said, listen, you are becoming exactly like bleep. Done. Oh, my. And, you know, here's what we know. You become what you're around. You become whatever, whatever people's behaviors, energy, whatever term you want to use. You become like that when you're around them. It, it, it's a question. You absorb the environment that you're in. Right. So here we are. We have people men and women, who are going back out into the dating world. And once they have gone through the healing thing and realize, hey, you know, I went with information as given, now what? We have, I've often had people say, well, I've made my list. And I have spoken on the show before about one gentleman who had like a 19-page list. Oh, I know. Wasn't he just so, I mean, he was delightful, but at the same time, he was terrifying. (laughs) Well, what he knew, he knew everything that he wanted. But here, let's talk about someone says, I want, here's the, here's the thing that I would recommend for the list. Absolutely say what you want, but do not ever, ever put on your list what you don't want because you will get it. Precisely. And say on that list what it is that you want that you can picture that makes you smile. And I don't mean burst out laughing, but I mean makes you smile in that soft, indelible way that is absolutely connecting to you. Because only you know that. I mean, I saw something today that, and, and I will just share this with the rest of the universe, I mean, Louis, I walked out of a meeting today, and there was an individual who was backing in this beautiful little beetle car. And, I mean, this woman could have been anywhere between 40 to 65, I don't know. But she had a Ducks Unlimited logo stuck against the side of this beetle. Well, for the rest of the universe to know, that was actually founded by our grandfather, Bertram Cartwright. And I thought... Yeah, he was the first chief ornithologist in Canada. I thought... What an amazing thing to see. And I just, and I mean, I literally turned, I'm going, oh, wow, to myself. And of course, she's looking at me through the, her windshield. She actually rolled down her window and I said, my grandfather was one of the founders of Ducks Unlimited. And she's looking at me and I'm thinking, I can't believe I'm having this amazingly fabulous conversation with a total stranger. Right. But I, but it, I've it got made your such energy. Fun. I've got such energy from that. Mm-hmm. And you probably made her day about her sticker. (laughs) All I can say is that's going to be in my brain forever. Right. Right. And you know what I also know is that when, you know, talk about seeing something and the other person doesn't know, what I do tell men is that women fall in love with you for reasons often you don't even have a clue. She just saw you do it. and. It's the things that, you know, touch your heart and make, as you said, that soft, gentle thing, make your heart smile. So here's going to be an example of what goes on the list. What goes on the list. Okay. 
if you say, let's say you had previously been with someone who was out of shape. So you don't say, I don't want a, you know, I don't want someone who's a fat truck. Yeah, okay, so I don't want a couch potato. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't want a couch potato. Shit. No, what you do want is I want someone who is proud of being physically fit. That means or, they're... Or, or, or not even proud of being physically fit. You want someone who has a healthy lifestyle because they may be working towards it. That's true. That's true. You know, if they, they may be saying, you know, I know I've got to take, you know, this, you know, 180-pound buddy off my back, but I'll get there, and, and, and it's a healthy lifestyle that's going to get them in the direction of where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, so, there's the, all the different areas. What I would make the recommendation for people is before they start going out into the dating world or reentering, they look around themselves and they see, instead of looking at them first outside of yourself, look at you. And yes, it's okay to make the list, but when you make the list, you also have to make the list about what would be on that other person's list that you have. So in other exactly. words, why would exactly. they find you attractive and appealing? Yeah. So what is going to make them turn their head and look at you? Mm-hmm. At- Precisely. So I use in an example, um, there's a gentleman who I listened to his um, uh, CDs, Darren Hardy, and he talked about when he wanted to find his wife. And he made a point of writing down everything and then said, and then I looked at this list and I said, well, this woman who's so amazing, what would I have to have that this woman would then find appealing? So when I talk to people, one of the first things I say is take a really good look in the mirror because how you are presenting yourself and how you are speaking, those things make that impression even, you know, how you look makes the impression even before you've opened your mouth. And if you're... Before you've said... A word. Right. And if you have clothes on that look completely out of date, then your attitudes are going to feel out of date, which reminds me, it doesn't matter really what age men are now. The look and certain styles of things are more the styles of women who are 30, particularly when it comes to waxing and pubic hair presentation, just like cut to the chase here. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, it's, if you, you know, if you are with a long-term partner, chances are, you know, you're not, you know, you may be, and you really should be, <laughs> taking care of yourself. But when you're going back into the dating world, things skew, everyone knows this, to a much younger look and presentation, whether that's good or whether that's bad. But it doesn't matter if the man is 55 or 35. Chances are they have been dating women who have that look. Henceforth, that then becomes the appeal factor. So now we have one minute until we're, we're going to our first break. My guest this evening is Edie Paget, who is my twin sister. She is in Toronto. I am here in Beverly Hills. And between the two of us, we have listened to innumerable friends talk about going back into the dating world and what do they need to do, what don't they do. We've just been discussing the list. 
which the list can get you into a lot of problems. So the list will be our topic when we come back. (laughs) Exactly what is on the list and what is not on your list. And then from there, we're going to talk about what we've watched with girlfriends and male friends, that they've done well, that they haven't done well, and real anecdotal examples so that it isn't just don't try have this conversation. We're going to give you real people examples of what did work and what blew up. So we're probably (laughs) going to go to tunes right now. Thank you. Please stay with us. We will be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Why do I feel so lousy? Why aren't my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And just before the break, we were talking about what will be on the list and what shouldn't be on the list. And I'm going to use as an example a woman that I know who has been very specific about what it is she wants. And as an example, he has to be incredibly good looking. Okay, that's a matter of, you know, that's the 
That's the attraction factor. No problem with that. Men often have that as well, by the way. The first thing it is is that they have to feel the chemistry. And I know plenty of people who the chemistry question and the chemistry quotient is one of the most important. Uh, what now, I you just described, I mean, I have my own impression of what chemistry means. What does that mean? Does it mean that you have like that physical urge and sexual attraction to someone or, or is it just a, a broad blend of, oh, I cannot believe that my neck just snapped looking at that person walking through the door? It could be that all the way up to uh, you could imagine yourself underneath him. <laughs> okay, nifty. Does that spell it out for you? <laughs> I'm clear. I'm clear. You're clear. So it could be that whole range of things because here's what I, the reason I come up with that question is that when women are telling me that they're dating someone and they don't know whether or not what's going on, I said, let me, let me just cut to the chase. The question is, can you or can't you see yourself underneath them? And if you can't, don't go further. Exactly. And don't... Well, you call that the litmus test. Yeah, I do. That's my litmus test. (laughs) But here's the other thing. If you are dating... Don't go straight into sex right away, please. That what, is what do you mean, not right away? Translate, not okay, right away. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Don't have sex on the first or second date. You don't even know this person. Yeah, and like the 16, 17-year-old behavior that we had, you know, X number of, uh, you know, decades ago. It it, that, that does not serve us well. Does not serve well. So anyways, these people, it's like has to be very, very attractive has to be um, someone who is well-known in the media. Pardon me? Pardon me? That they have to be media presence? Right. They have to have a media presence. They they have to be able to introduce them to a whole world. So, in other words, they have to have the kind of sophistication that this person is used to, and they want someone who can take them to another world social level. Well, one of the things I will let people know, yes, I think you need to be really clear about what it is you are looking for. But I think you also have to be realistic because the more little, the more things you put in there, the narrower the slice of the pie is. And if you're fine with that, that's great. But if you keep complaining that there's no person around, you've put all the parameters on this. And I see the same thing with men. Well, my, my, my one comment on this is very attractive with a media presence. Well, there is an artificiality to that that is absolutely unspeakable and that you would want a relationship with someone who's in love with a camera and... You know, the camera loves them. The, the, you know, people want to know about this person. So they want someone, okay, they want someone who's famous. They want to, they want to be a hanger-oner? No, no. No, no, not at all. Not at all. This isn't just groupie glorified? Oh, my God, no, because this person has plenty that they walk in the door with. They have plenty oh. they walk in the door with. Okay. But, no, so it's not that. They have a huge professional presence they have and you know okay i'm talking let's be honest i live in beverly hills this happens to be a town that is built on entertainment so for them that may sounded really shallow initially but for them 
given what it is their work is and what they do, it is a match. It genuinely is. But when, you know, she says this is what she's looking for, I say, look, more power to you, my dear. But you have to know that, you know, when these other people approach you, she just basically dismisses them. And I said, why? You know, well, she said, well, I'm just not interested in dating them. And I said, well, look. Did you, you even have give no them idea. a chance? I said, you have no idea who their friend might be. Exactly. You may be dating somebody who's got an incredibly fascinating cousin in Fairbanks, Alaska. Right. Or you don't I mean, have that was a, that was my approach when I was dating. Yeah, and here's the thing. When you when you You have no clue. <laughs> you do not have any clue. I mean, what's the thing that we talk about? Ninety nine percent of what's there is not on your radar screen. You can't see it. Well it is also one of the things, you know, once again people we hate to like harp on this, but as identical twins what Lou and I have been attracted to in terms of partners has never been the same except for one very delightful gentleman, and his name will remain, you know, how shall I say? Well, we can say his first name. It's Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> but that was when we were in high school. I know. Bless him. But here's, here's, what, here's the important thing about this. Every person has something that they find attractive. Now, we were also saying... On the list, okay, you make the list about what they want, what they are, and what you would like from them, and how you will. And also, I want you to write down how you're going to feel when you see them at the end of the day or when they call you. How it's going to feel when you hear their and that, voice. That, that, that's what goes on the list. That's, Absolutely. That's their response. How do you feel? Is it that I am so... Soothed. I cannot believe how amazing I feel, how rejuvenated I feel, how and and it's that little bit of a, it's and it and and it can be like that zing, or it can be the I am so glad you called today has just sucked the big Kahuna. You made it better. You know, I'm sorry for anybody who you know has a problem with that phrase. Um, <laughs> sorry, Louis. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'll say anything. I'll say anything. But it is, it's the, the, here's, but here's the other thing. It's as I describe it. Does this person make your heart smile? Exactly. And if they do, they make, do they make your toes curl when you hear them? You know, it's kind of like, oh, honey, I feel my day just got better because you called. And, again, that's the kind of feeling you want to put on the list that that's what you want because – for most people, after the initial fireworks and everything, which we all love and want, but then you have that. And that's pretty addictive stuff, and that's why people keep going back in. Not yes. the quarry, but the chase. Not the trophy, but the race. Right. And then, so they go, oh, my God, I must be falling out of love. I'm, I'm no longer, like, totally, like, nuts crazy. Well, we know that the brain chemistry is very similar when you fall in love with someone. Like, genuinely, with Helen Fisher's work, you are. Nuts. It is as addictive as any truly, you know, like the, the, you know, the most addictive narcotics. You can't stop thinking. Well, let's be honest. You think about them all the time. You don't eat. You are completely obsessed with them. You are, you know, that is what happens. You're not sleeping. You're, you're euphoric in a way that is otherworldly, which is profound and it is magnificent. But it is also... It should be short-lived, but it can be something that people seek time and time and 
relationship that has the future, which is that attachment portion to it. I mean, we have to work on things. We have to make sure that when, you know, so we talking about the list, is that when that person walks in the door, they give you a hug. When they walk out the door and they're presented and that you go like this, ooh, I know why I found you attractive. But that, but the list also has to include your own behavior towards them in order to modify the positive that they'll demonstrate to you. So you have to do something that will encourage that. So the list may be, I want them to be positive and attentive. Well, then that requires a positive and attentive response from you because they aren't going to get it from the fridge. Or if they do, there could be a weight problem. And I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, but... But that's true. But it's true. I mean, and when we... Go ahead. If, you know, if you have a partner, if you've, you know, if, who their family, from the time they were a tiny child, every time they sneezed, somebody said, God bless you. If you incorporate that into your daily life, there is a kindness and a thoughtfulness in that that tells them, you know, there may be the thought that you are blessing their soul once they sneezed and it left and the devil came in and could incorporate into their soul. But it's also the fact that you are incorporating a detail that meant so much to them as a child. And it's the gentleness of that. Right. Now, here's the other thing on the list. We're going to have categories. You're going to have behaviors. You're going to have attitudes. You're going to have... Ooh, what fun is that? Mm, absolutely. I mean, if you want someone who's into kinky stuff, write down you want them to be into kinky stuff. If you want someone... Oh, you mentioned what before we went on. Clean. Clean. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Sorry. You, sorry I, I mean, and if I have ack, to ack, tell ack, you... Ack, 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 ack. I know. Under the category of... I mean, you know, we've heard of men who are trying to, you know, seduce women and do things, and they're wearing dirty clothes. It's like, no and no. Now, ladies in the audience, men are not alone on this one. Let me tell you, there's there there's an important thing on... <laughs> oh, dear. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Anna's comment was, yuck. <laughs> You said, you know, the person's cuffs were dirty, and it was... No, no, they weren't just dirty. They were, I mean, we're talking a sweatshirt that is like a bright lemon yellow, like meringue yellow, and the cuffs are practically tar-colored. And I'm just looking over for the first time, and I'm going, oh, gee, from a critical aspect, that's just El Repulsivo of the finest degree. Because if that's dirty, so is something else. Oh, I'm just thinking that grooming was not a big forte. Right now, we have we are just about to go to our halftime break. My, my eyes were my, huge. Exactly, my eye. My guess is my twin sister, Dee Dee Padgett. Please stay with us. The twins will return. <laughs> Oh, 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 
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on TogiNet.com. Live La Bella Vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pidlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central, on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Um, I'm Lou Paget, and my twin sister, Dee Dee Paget, is my guest this evening. And the two of us are discussing what we have seen. You know how we have Real Housewives of New York, Chicago, New Jersey, all over the place? Vancouver. Put, well, oh, my gracious, they're everywhere. I know, I know. Please. I mean, enough already. But what they talk about is, you know, the real reactions of things. And I wanted to give people what I hear as a certified sex educator and for Didi being having a background in psychiatry and nursing, the things that we see, because when you're in the professions that we're in, you really end up being an observer of a number of things in your world. And what we watch is, you know, relationships begin and end, and then how people go back into them, how people, and I want people, because people are always asking, both women and men, how do I know, what do I do, what's this person, and we just talked about the list. You make a list for yourself about what it is you want in someone, behavior, looks, job, 
you know, all of the things that, that will make you feel good. Now, don't go with your ego, okay? Please, don't do that. And then write down the things that the person on this list who's so amazing over here, why would they find you interesting? What about you would be magnetic and attractive for them? Because in order to pull that person in, you've got to have those same attributes. So if, you know, it's, it really is an attitude vibration thing that pulls people in. And if you think, you know, well, I'm only looking for XYZ person or it's someone who was from before, well, then you're probably going to spend a lot of time by yourself. But then that might be okay with you. So the list talked about that. Now, here's what we are also going to talk about. it: The specific examples of things that people have done that worked when they were, you know, wanting to go back in or the things that did not work. So, Dee Dee, do you want to start with, which one do you want to start with? Well, I'll start with, and, and we'll call her um, Maria. Okay. Just because, you know, we'll go with a nice, you know, generic name. Okay. Um, highly educated. Um, and she has like two or three degrees, right? Three. Mm-hmm. And, you know, internationally educated. Um, this is an individual who is... And this is something that I can tell you, you know, from my experience in working in psychiatry, that men will run from. And this is one of the angriest women I've ever met. Mm. And she has never found anything but fault with any man in her life. Um, I know that a, you know, previous relationship for her was dreadful. But I only heard her side of it. But I have... I have never been around somebody. And and we're not just talking a little bit negative. We are talking caustic. So okay. Describe caustic. It is a... Um, a and, she's, and she's a lovely-looking woman. She is. She is. She is a really attractive, you know, that, I mean, you know... She's got, got the package, a, okay? She's got, she's the, got the education. She's got the job. She's got the look. But the thing that's poisonous is the her attitude. She, it's the minute she opens her mouth. She's toxic, Tess. And she just literally, I mean, it is, I mean, my comment to her was, my dear, acid will destroy what it is poured on just as surely as it will destroy what it is held in. Why don't you get rid of this anger? Still mm-hmm. there. And, and... You, you know, have described for me some of her dating experiences. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, you know, there's, I mean, they're, sad. Gracious. they're, they're funny, but they're, they're sadly funny. I mean, she has the guy who arrives for the date and then he doesn't have his wallet and he orders all the most expensive things on the menu. Yes. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Oh, it was, it was absolutely appalling. Right. And, 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 and then, and then he, she keeps, she keeps, and she always goes like this, don't they drink? They drink too much. Well, they're, they're, they're always, you know, uh, profound drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and I shouldn't be so glib because I'm not there. But it, they're, I, all I can say is there is this undercurrent of anger. So, okay, so enough about that. Okay, so here's, here's the other thing. For both let's go, women let, Let's and go for men, positive. Right. I, I mean, I don't care if you're interested in 
straight, gay, bi, trans, whatever. Anger is toxic. And there are those some people who think, oh, I'll just take care of that. Well, all you're going to be doing is it's going to be like swatting flies because they're just going to keep flying around and they'll move the target to make themselves right so you're wrong. So once you solve one issue, they'll come up with something else that, that is wrong or is an issue or is a problem. So next one. Do you want, do you want me to do mine next? Uh, do a positive one. Okay. Here is someone who, of course, of course. Um, this is a woman, again, who is tremendously educated, very successful, and she met um, her now husband, and when they first met one another, could not stand one another, and they met in a professional environment, and she was like this, oh, he is the most obnoxious creature, (laughs) he had the same reaction to her, and this was the reaction that both of them had before they'd spoken. And so that tells you, don't think that you get the entire story just because, I mean, they knew of one another as a result of a professional situation. So even if you think you know what this person is, is like or about, if there is any place where someone inspires this, like, and the little gauge goes way off the scale. Let me be clear. Yeah. Cupid's arrow is not often on a straight course. No, but it's also any time you have that type of a reaction to someone, pay attention to it. You may be looking at one side and not the other. And then when the two of them started talking, and because they both had the perception that the other one is going to be totally obnoxious, which couldn't have been further from the truth, Boom. It was like, this was like the ideal relationship. Ideal. And he was going through at one point, he was suffering, literally, a heart attack. And she was pounding, as she was driving him, she was driving him to the hospital. She was like this, and let's call him Eric. She was, she was like this, Eric, you are not leaving. Eric, you are not leaving. Eric, you are not leaving. I mean, she literally willed him to stay. And they've been together now 15 years, 16 years. I thought it was longer than that. Yeah. And so for them, so don't assume that your initial reaction is going to be correct because sometimes you might have, oops, your little ego brain gets in the way. Yeah. Mm. Um, Okay, so I'll, I'll take the next one. Okay, go. When's our next break? I mean, I just, I, I don't want to... Oh, no, wait, I, I mean, Anna will let me know. <laughs> you, you, you know me. I don't want to overstate. Four minutes. Four minutes. Um, and the other is, you know, that, that, that's on the list here is, you know, working it too hard, like I can do it all. And, you know, I can pay for myself. And, you know, and, and, and the reality is one of the most important things that so many men have said to me is there is nothing more appealing to a man than knowing that there is something that he would like to have, but it isn't readily available. And that doesn't mean, you know, availability as, for such sex. As when he says it, readily available, such as? Such as, it means that you aren't just like right there when he calls. And that is not playing the game. That's not playing by whatever that um, 
book was The Rules. No, oh, The Rules. It's just, mm-hmm. You are actually living your life, and, you know, you aren't saying, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't meet you because I'm doing my hair tonight. No, you know, everyone is busy. If you have, you know, a life, you have children, you have a home, you have responsibilities, everybody does. You get up mm-hmm. in the morning, and as one fellow said, if you're on this side of the dirt, you're laughing. You know? <laughs> It's really clear. And, 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 I mean, again, this side of the dirt, you're laughing. That's that positive attitude that I don't care what anyone says. You can have someone who has the best look, the best this, the best house, the best something. But I'll tell you right now, if that person is sucking lemons, you don't want to be around them. No, and that, that's, you know, that's that, you know, category above there, hanging out with all the angry other women. Ooh, please don't ever, ever, ever do that to yourself. No. No, please, don't. Now, here's the other thing. Both women and men, when we're talking about going back into, you know, the, the world, or at any time, if you're, you're, you've been single, you know, up to this point, please know that unless you create a space for someone to come into, yes, you may be able to do everything on your own. You know, congratulations. But here's the other thing. How do you, you create a space then? You create a space by letting them know they make a difference in their what contribution. Does that, does that mean like, you know, going out and being social or, well, or no. actually? Okay, as an example, um, you can do everything relative to your car. You can do everything relative to finances. You can do everything relative to getting things organized in an office. But if they say, listen, you know, I have someone who I can, you can help with, you know, the cartridges, printer cartridges for your, com- you know, computers or, you know, for your printers or for something else, if they're making an offer of something like that, accept it in listen, the same way. Listen. Here's one thing. Please, ladies, manners are one of the most seductive things a man can give you. And there's nothing that can make a woman feel more feminine than the social acknowledgement of who she is as a woman by a man e.g. opening the door or opening her car door. That is an example of accepting something and making that space. Another woman can't open your door. Well, it could if you're in a gay relationship. But, you know, so we're going to be finishing this. Please allow the space to be made. Make sure that you are, you know, remove the angry, angry factor. And then we're going to go into our final thing on our final segment on how to make yourself be magnetic. Please stay with us. My guest this evening is Dee Dee Padgett, my twin sister. Twins will be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Friday Nightcap Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on Toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gay Boys. 
sex and dating commentary with the impersonal, the unknown political biased man, and people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Night Cap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Tokenet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Why do I feel so lousy? Why aren't my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Tokenet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, Solving the Connections of Autoimmune Disease to Thyroid Problems, Fibromyalgia, Depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for being with us in our final segment. Tonight, my guest is my twin sister, Dee Dee Paget, and we're talking about the real world of people going back in to dating. And just before the break, we said we're going to be covering in this segment being magnetic. Now, we're going to talk about some things here that are pretty much common sense. But I have to tell you, in the area of relationships and in the area of sexuality, common sense is not all that commonly practiced. And one of the things that is going to make you magnetic is when you are enjoying what's going on in your life. And I don't care if that is you are in the grocery store and you are choosing what type of ground beef you want. You know that person who picks up the ground beef and goes, and throws it into their cart versus the person who goes, hmm, it's not bad. Men and women look for someone who really enjoys their life. They want to be with someone that has that feeling of, hey, you know, if I'm with that person, my life is going to be better. You don't want to be dragged down. I mean, let's be honest. So, Dee, what do you... It's also how they can, how an individual conducts themselves um, in a confrontational situation that someone who is a total stranger is observing, and whether that's... You know, I mean, you're, you know, dealing with something in a uh, a retail setting and the person that you're dealing with is truly melting down. And whether that's the the, the, the purchaser or, you know, the, the person who is the retailer mm-hmm. and it's how it's handled. And if they just literally step back and say, wow, um, that was not what I expected. And either that or I apologize or they assume responsibility if they're the retailer. And it's 
how they handle it and treat the other person, someone who is a complete you know, stranger to that, their response to that is actually profound. Well, and right. It, it is. And, you know, when we hear the information, Wayne Dyer's information, when he speaks of the studies on how when you see someone, when you are the person who is the recipient of something that's kind and good, that changes your brain chemistry. Now, if you are the person who is, the person who is giving also has a change in their brain chemistry. But the other thing that happens, people who witness it. So you're talking about people being around someone who so watches someone. Third- so it's a third-party observer mm-hmm. and their response. Exactly. And that is, again, as I spoke about at the beginning of the show, that's often when women fall in love with men, when they watch a behavior that the man has done that he has no clue she may have observed. And that's when we go like this, oh, whoa. Now, so, so just to, to bring that back, Lou, so it's a third-party observation mm-hmm. by someone who is not part of the actual, you know, one-on-one interaction. Mm-hmm. And that third party, that, you know, independent individual, they have the same neurochemical brain changes that the two individuals who are actually receiving or, or the giver of the kind or uh, gentle behavior Right. That third party has the same brain response. Exactly. Which is why when people, if you want to make yourself feel good, watch things where people do something kind to someone, that is what is going to come off that screen for you. That is something that will change how you feel. And, I mean, and that's a powerful thing. If you're having a day that's been like, you know, kind of like flat pancake, fine. You know. <laughs> Welcome to traffic, darling. How are you doing with it? Yes, exactly. Ah! Listen to something inspirational, at least, while you're doing it. But the important thing is when you watch those things and when you listen to them, particularly when you watch it, we're such visual creatures, it will change you. Now, let me to go back to one thing that you and I had spoken about before. I think people also have overlooked on occasion, they've ignored warning signs to their own detriment. Translation of a warning sign. Knowing and watching someone who they all of a sudden started being... Um, uh, They were drinking too much. They were um, spending all kinds of time and lying about things, which you kept catching them in the lies. You were aware that the things that they told you that they were doing weren't true. And And I'm speaking from my own experiences here. There were times to my own detriment because I wanted a relationship to continue, that I ignored things. Well, and, and, you, and you say, it's 
merely something that I can contend with. And what you do is you tamp down your response. Precisely. Which you keep tamping it down until it is comes much to, the point, to your own detriment. Right. Until it gets to the point where all of a sudden it's like this. Yes. And that's why men will often say, well, everything was fine and everything was fine. And all of a sudden this one day she just blew up. Well, it's because the female mind works where it goes, okay, okay, I can put up with this. And then all of a sudden it's like this. Bam! And it's over. Um, and, and yet, um, males and females think the same way in terms of the stress level they accumulate with a relationship. It's how they handle it that's different. Men are very strategic. Men will literally put into place their survival plan, whether that is like 10 days from now, 10 years from now. Women, on the other hand, say, I'll continue to handle this. I'll continue to handle this until the point where they get to, I'm done. Right, right. But, you know, and you had a conversation with someone earlier today about that where they said they had no clue about the finances in their oh, very, oh, very, gracious. very long term. And you know what? I got to tell you. This is the, the, I mean, this, this is a couple that has been married for <clears throat> um, 34 years. And and her response was, I don't, she, know. I don't know. Is it is it because she feels she doesn't want to cross boundaries, or that's his area? And he, uh, I I did well. I I actually didn't approach that. I just I mean because I was just asking these generic questions, mm-hmm. and it was I don't know how I'd, how I'd survive financially um, because these are things that you know my that partner person, has person. all has always done. Well, I mean, you know, and you and I both know that you, this is about communication. So the communication about the money, the communication about what you want, communication about what's important for you, communication about this is something that is a, you know, a prime, you know, importance for me. Really, what we're talking about this evening, when you're going back into or any relationship or creating a relationship or being in a relationship, You've got to let people know what's important for you. And you, I also know that there are many times when people think that they know what the other person is thinking, but they don't know. They, more importantly, they didn't ask. They didn't ask. Now, let me go with, in the last you know, couple of minutes of this, someone is going back into, we have three minutes until we're our little, our the music. Until, until you're like, boop. And okay. here's, let's say you are a, a woman going back into the dating world and you are going to be dating men who are older. Okay. When I say older, I mean 45, 50, and above. Here's the thing you have to know. There may be some changes and he may feel self-conscious about things or he may be worried about his own performance because he's thinking of himself back when he was, you know, in another relationship. There may be things that are going to change. And that's what happens in life. You change and you adapt. Comments, my dear. Well, both males and females, um, 
And I mean, physiologically, as as we age, it is not the same. But what is absolutely delightful is that most adults over the age of 35 to 40 have a phenomenal sense of humor about themselves, or they should have. And if they don't, I'm going to market it. I'm going to make billions. <laughs> and that oh, will, it's the comedy sex club. <laughs> that will be the thing that saves you, because that's the thing when you can just turn and say, oh, man, what was that? And if you can literally, it's the same thing as when you've done like a, you know, you've cooked, you know, bad scrambled eggs and you say, oh, I am sure my mama never wanted me to cook this. Really, I mean, because it's not laughter, the true aphrodisiac, because then you know you got somebody. Well, I mean, I had an experience where I was going to a Christmas party with someone that I had, I'd, I'd never been on a date with before. I forgot the hostess gift. Perfect. And halfway driving there, I went, and his response was, bless him, what a guy. Uh, Do we turn back? I said, you know, I don't think so. I went, man, I put all that effort in getting that freaking thing. And then I just laughed and I went, I'll drop it off tomorrow. Not like she's going (laughs) to notice it tonight. (laughs) Exactly. Now, we have 30 seconds until the close of the show. Okay. So, Dee Dee, sexual etiquette means you smile. You take care of people. You handle it when the rules aren't there. That's the deal. So you're talking about, you know, and it is. It's like taking care of their heart and taking care of their soul. Dee Dee, thank you for being on this evening. You're welcome. This has been a blast. <laughs> Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for being with us. Uh, my guest has been my twin sister, Dee Dee Paget. Take care and talk to you next week. Bye now. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 